Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 73. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Hey, well, we're back. We're back, better than ever, maybe. I don't know. Came up the hail, man. You haven't done that in a while. I know. I used to be, literally, and, and we use an app called Slack. My description is the hail guy. I actually forgot about that. I've put, so put on many more hats since then. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you stick around for longer than 15 seconds. You mm-hmm. know who we're talking to. Let's yeah. have a party. Let's have some fun. Let's get real. Hey. What is Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between and let yeah, you guys right. in on how we process life. And we try to be pretty transparent. Sometimes, in all honesty, we're probably a little too transparent. Honestly, you want me to be transparent? Every time I take a drink, it gets stuck in my mustache. That's how transparent we <sighs> are. Fine, if we're getting transparent, I have a lot of checks mixes still all around my mouth. <laughs> Listen, if you guys have ever had, uh, what is it, honey barbecue checks mix, is the greatest checks mix ever. It's pretty good, man, but I like the regular honey checks mix as well. It's kind of a sweet, mm-hmm. salty. That's fair. <laughs> Much like me. Sweet and salty. <laughs> 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 you got me, dude. All right. That so, good one. we like to start out with uh, real and real talk, sort of. I don't know. Do you want to? You want to talk about our day? Do you want to ask a question and then talk about it? How do you? How do you want to do we this? Probably get a couple questions out of the way. All right. We're gonna dive in, off. guys. Up above, you're gonna see a link, or if you're listening from the podcast, uh, just listen. It's www.theremnant. R e m n a n t. dot life slash real r e a l dash talk. You can click that link or type it into your old browser That's at right. home, on your phone, or any sort of internet device, yep. and it will bring up a page. Go down to submit a question, form fillable box pops up, tippity-tap, that's you typing. You drop your topic, question, concern, praise, whatever you want. Boom. goes in there completely anonymous, couldn't anonymously, could not find you if we tried. Encryption. <sighs> yep. So, we'll go ahead. we got a lot of great questions. We're really excited. Um, to kind of dive in mm-hmm. to see what's up. So let's go ahead and take a gander. Okay. That's what how the cool kids say it. That's right. Take a gander. So bear with me for a second, folks. We're going to... Here we go. I am ready to roll. Here it comes. Rolling. Here we go. <clears throat> With all the craziness going on in our country right now and people verbally going at each other, how well do you feel Christians in general are doing at living out Romans 12, 9 through 21, or even 1 Corinthians 13 for that matter. Aren't we supposed to be the light and love others? Love others? It says love others see, but let others see your love. Mm-hmm. And just so we're on the same page, um, Romans, let me turn it here. Romans 9. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, 12. 9, as it was mentioning, is <clears throat> love must be without hypocrisy, detest evil, cling to what is good. Show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo mm. one another in showing honor. Do not lack diligence. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not weep. And do not curse, I'm sorry. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Be in agreement with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Try to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, if possible, on your part, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for his wrath. For it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in doing so, he'd be heaping fiery coals on his head. Hmm. And finally, do not be con- conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. 
1 Corinthians 13, I'm not even going to pull up, but that is what's commonly known as the love chapter. So love is patient, mm-hmm. love is kind. Right. Keeps um, no record of wrongs. Yeah. yeah, keeps no record of wrongs. Okay. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, etc. So the gist of this question is... we got a lot of stuff going on in the world. Right, yes. How well do we think mm-hmm. Christians in general are doing at living this out in the midst of that chaos? Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, in the verse you just read, there's a key. There's a key point towards the end of it, which was as best it was. It was keep the peace as best you can, right? Sure. I think that the church or the capital C. I think you know we're not perfect, and you know we always mention that. You know, and I'm sure there's churches out there that are you know doing their best to be involved. Um, do I think there's some that are probably catering to things they shouldn't be catering to? Yes. Do I think there's people who are probably going a little over the top? Yes. Um, I think it's kind of a melting pot. I think some people are might be getting it a little better, you know, doing it a little little better than others. Um, but overall, you know, I think we're doing our best. You know, that's one thing I think about Paul. Um, the Apostle Paul. Yep, the Apostle Paul. And he mentions... Uh, he has some people come up and ask him about, you know, well, these people are talking about this and that. And he says, you know, are they, are they preaching Jesus? And let them go, you know. And so when I think about that, I think about the current state of, you know, where we are. And as long as, you know, we're not colliding on, you know, the primary issues of, you know, our core beliefs, you know, I think, you know, I think they are doing the best they can. And, but do I think there's people out there, you know, as far as churches that might not be, they might be kind of blurring those lines a little bit. I think that's definitely a possibility. You know, what do you mean? When you say blurring the lines, what do you mean? Of the primary people? issues. Uh, blurring the lines of their core beliefs, you know, kind of like what I said earlier, like, like catering to, to the current state of the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. when they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Do you think that, and this is a genuine question mm-hmm. as you're talking, do you think that the church is, is looking different than the world in their response to the pandemic, in their response to... Mm-hmm. Um, the racial tension we seem to have in this country at the moment. You know, do you think the church is looking different and set apart, or do you feel like if we're kind of looking the same as the world? Or I guess maybe also with that, and I'm not genuinely processing with you, I don't need yeah. an answer, so I'm curious on your thoughts. I think the second part of that question would be, um, are we leading or are we following the world's kind of direction in those areas? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So... I definitely, I definitely feel like we are, I don't know, man, it's weird. Like, I feel like it's probably like half and half. Yeah. I feel like there's some places that are standing up for it and they're getting a lot of heat for it. And then I think they are, there are churches that are, that are, you know, following Mm -hmm. and that, that is showing because I think, and in overall, in the the big picture, it's probably confusing people because they can see, Hey, this church over here is going like this. And this church over here is saying this, they're completely two different things. You know, why do we want to be a part of this? You know, I think that's yeah. why we talk about unity. Um, do I feel like we're completely unified in this time? No, hundred percent, no. Um, we're never unified in general. <laughs> yeah, you know, not even in this time. You're right. Yeah. Which is why often, we have all the often sure, and I think that's why we have all these you know different denominations of the church, the Christian church, and all this and that. You know, sure, constant you know division, divisiveness over the smallest things. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I think. I think it's probably confusing time for people. Um, even even people in the church, in my opinion, they're probably confused themselves because, again, their church might be doing something different than the church down the street. So they're going, what does that mean? 
you know? Why is one doing it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I think when I read those, I, I agree with you. I mm-hmm. think for me, what stands out in this question, it's a big question. Oh, yeah. So in a way, you know, that section they gave is a big section. It talks about a lot. And as I was reading it even to you guys, I was going, oh, you know, here's one section. Here's this. Ooh. One of the, so when I, you know me, I, I try to always be contextual. What's Paul saying? <clears throat> so in that section that Paul, and particularly in Romans 12, <clears throat> if we look at it individually, he's writing to the church in Rome, meaning the Christians. Mm-hmm. So some of that stuff is Christian to Christian that he's saying. No, it appears, okay. right? When he says right. things like, you know, I'll do one another, show brotherly affection. Yes, we should do it to everyone else. But remember, he's he's there, he's specifically saying, you guys need to to do this, be That's in agreement. Right. And especially, and, and that fits when you think about what Jesus said, when Jesus said, they, the world will know you by your love for one another. Yep. The way you love each other as my followers is going to show the world something different. Mm. So there's part of that. But then there's the parts that I think kind of apply to everyone, you know, like how we treat everyone. And <clears throat> even in that section where we you know, don't repay evil for evil, um, don't seek vengeance. You know, that's one of the things we talked about quite a bit early on in the in the racial tensions we were having. And mm-hmm. kind of when that first happened with, with George Floyd, one of the questions we kept asking is, you know, as believers, it's, it's so hard to not get sucked up into what the world says justice is and what the world says love is, mm. you know? And so for instance, and I've brought this up before, but you know, there are Christian brothers of mine who I know mm-hmm. um, that don't attend here, but I know, and they, I would consider them leaders and they're justifying violence by saying something's got to make it change. Mm-hmm. And I understand the heart behind that, but I sure. think it's kind of the, one of the quotes we've said before is you're, you're taking a lie and painting them with love and calling it truth. Yep. And the lie being in this case that, that God would, would, that Jesus would condone that. Um, you know, Jesus was not, he was radical, but he was radical in the sense that he didn't, he didn't do that. Yep. And that's hard for me to even say because I'm immediately told I don't care about something. Of course, that's like saying Jesus didn't care about the Jews because he didn't free them from the um, Roman Empire. Mm. <clears throat> I, I heard an argument, you know, argument. I, I guess I don't want to go too real on this because I could. Um, people, I've heard people who make the argument, well, you should be like Jesus. Yeah, well, they killed Jesus, meaning that's ridiculous that you would ask that of us when they killed him. Well, that's the point of the call. Mm-hmm. It is radical. So do I think... I look at it two ways. Do I think the church, you, you, we talk, I love the church, yeah. the Capital City. I love, because no matter how dirty it gets, sometimes it's still gold. Absolutely. Him, it's still refined. It's beautiful. And, and in that imper- imperfection, we're all imperfect. Mm-hmm. We talked about this the other day. These All these imperfect people are coming together that God has brought together to make this body. Yep. And the, the imperfections don't show as much when we're together. <laughs> That's right? really good, Because man. it's sort of... It, we, we mask it and like, you know, where you're weak, maybe I'm strong. Where I'm weak, maybe you're strong. And like, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, I don't know. We've seen some beautiful things. I remember early on when we were talking about doing some of the good news segments before yep. John Krasinski stole our idea because we did have it first. Um, he, uh, so hey, John, feel free to call better, John. We love you, buddy. <laughs> um, you know, we saw people you know, continuing to feed people. Mm-hmm. Um, during uh, free meals for there's a there's a local church that does that free meals um, to people you know shout out to the warehouse for doing that it's a local church that does that here in That's town pretty cool and they kept doing that as far as I know wow uh, and they were doing carry out meals you know stuff to try to still honor the 
quarantine, but to be able to still provide for people. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's church, there's churches now that have sort of come together in this community who are doing sort of a family event, you know, and so they're trying to give that hope. And I think that's all beautiful stuff. So yeah, absolutely. I think you, you said it, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. The area that I think that maybe we're struggling with is two areas. One, are we trying to repay evil for evil? Yeah. What are we showing? Two, the watering down of the truth. So the Christians out there, if you're a Christian leader and you have justified violence, mm. rioting, not in self-defense, because that's not what we're talking about. Right. I'm talking about literally going out and burning <clears throat> buildings and destroying property. Yep. Um, if you are justifying that because you call it love to want to make change through violence, you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you straight to your face, you were wrong and you need to go back and read the Bible and Go read Jesus. And I don't mean that in a hateful way, um, but go read the Gospel of John and you'll see a guy who refused to do that. Hmm. And he changed the entire world with radical love. And, you know, as it says here, and we've got to remember that as Christians, yes, we stand up for truth and justice, but not at the expense, I mean, for justice, but not at the expense of truth and not at the expense of love. So I know I'm a talker. Sorry, folks. Um, But I think, so that's the one area. And then the third is, we've always said this, I think we can continue to strive to be more unified. Yes. And it's going to be hard because we're all broken and just the system. And I do think it, you know, God has taken all of this division and he still uses it. It's a beautiful thing. Meaning different churches are still reaching different groups of people for Jesus. Yeah, it's wonderful. But yeah, I still think we tear each other down a lot. Yes, we do. And, and, you know, when there's a stumble, I felt this way for a long time about Christianity in general. When someone stumbles, more often than not, the culture is dependent on the severity of the sin. Mm-hmm. If it's the big ones everyone sees, right? Right. Uh, I don't know, adultery. That's the big one. Any kind of sexual sin, pornography, um, stealing, you know, the things that, which these are all, they're not good. We get it. They're sin. Right. But we, we tend to cast people out instead of doing what Jesus told us in Matthew 18 and numerous other places about walking it out. Yeah. So I think we can continue to do better at that and show the world what that looks like. And when they, and be a leader in things like we, I I say this to myself and I'm sure you like feel this way maybe, Mm -hmm. but yes, we can't necessarily control when we get anxious. The world is a crazy place right now. It really is. But I think I also show something to the world by the level of peace that I have in the midst of that. Hmm. Because if I believe this, and it always goes back to what you say if it's real, he told us things are going to get worse before they get better. That's true. And that he will come back um, and he'll fix it. And our hmm. future is secure and your future is secure if you know Jesus. So I didn't mean to ramble on yeah, that. Man, I think dude. that's a great question. Oh, yeah. Because we're great in those question. times. Yes. You know? What is our response? I love this. Whoever asked this question, I love that you brought those two sections out, though, because I think your heart is right on there. I don't know who you are, but... For you to be going, man, we, we need to focus on loving people and taking mm-hmm. care of people and not worrying about all this, the rest of it. I think that's beautiful. I love that. I got yeah. nothing else to add there, man. That was awesome. You want to read one? They're sure. I'm tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I feel like I talked last. I should read it again so you can talk. Okay. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. That was the it came strangest. out weird. I went, I went to go ha, 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 and the last ha went way up. This question kind of seems to go <clears> with it. Everywhere you turn, anger and hatred are spewing. Street corners, on the street corners, and news broadcasts, social media, and so on. How are we, as Christians, to give soft, gentle answers that stop all of this in its tracks, as Proverbs 15, 1 and 2 would indicate is possible? You looked that up. Yeah. Um, I don't have that top. Proverbs 15, 1 and 2. Any tips on how to live this out in daily life? 
So the gist of it is, as we all know, man, there is a lot of hatred, a lot of, you know, whether it's between politics, it seems like everyone's being kind of forced on these opposite sides. Um, some of that I'm not sure we can fix, but what do we do? And it says, was it one and two? Right? Yep. A gentle answer, uh, Proverbs 15, one and two, is a gentle answer turns away anger, but a harsh word stirs up wrath. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge attractive, but the fool, but the mouth of fools blurts out foolishness. Mm. So, essentially, you know, how do we handle that? How do we, how do we stop adding to that hatred as mm. Christians? I think it's a great question. I think it's important to remain consistent. Ooh, that's so good, man. That's really good, actually. Yeah, it's important to remain consistent no matter who you're talking to. That's so good. Um, and that kind of goes back to being unified as a church, you know, because truth because that's how. <laughs> That's how a lot of people think about like like you know just using an analogy here as like a kid right between mom and dad like they'll go like hey mom can Timmy stay over she goes no and then she's like oh I lost dad and dad's like I don't care sure and all of a sudden <laughs> I got Timmy staying over because you know the and parents were unified in that moment because the kid took advantage of the fact that they were apart so um hmm. so it's kind of similar to that you know you got to remain consistent in, in how you're how your beliefs are and how you convey those to people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's huge. As far as how do you do that, um, it's kind of like what we said on that last question, like making sure you're telling people the truth but telling them in love. That doesn't mean you have to condemn people. It doesn't have to mean you have to go, you're going to hell. Like You don't have to do that kind of thing. Like It's just, hey, this is the truth, uh, and I love you. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. The consistent thing's great. I really yeah. like that. And not changing your... Because it, then it looks like you, you don't really believe what you say. Exactly. Um, as for me, I really think of one thing when I think of all this. So the hatred and all that stuff. Uh, the Bible says, paraphrasing, but always have an answer or a reason for your faith. Mm-hmm. So when someone talks to you, you know, let them know. And <clears throat> I love that you said, how can we? I don't necessarily think that we can stop it. Hmm. And even in Proverbs there, I think that we can not add to it. And the way we not we don't add to it is exactly what it said there, is a soft answer. You know, there are things that I disagree with in this world. I certainly have a political stance. I have things that I believe. <clears throat> if I meet someone on the street, <clears throat> or maybe even a friend who, who believes completely opposite of that, why does that mean that I can't still love them? Hmm. And what's more important, changing their mind or loving them. Hmm. And so for me, I have to, I pick my battles a lot. You know, if, <clears throat> if I mean someone on the street, am I really going to change their mind by yelling at them? Nope. Am I going to change my mind, their mind, excuse me, by telling them how dumb they are? Nope. No. I think the best thing you can do, I love what you said. That's so good. Be consistent. Certainly you can share truth, but you can't control the outcome of you sharing things. That's and yep. I think a lot of times in our culture, what's happening is people are sharing their opinion, but they're trying to control the outcome. Uh, okay, yep. here's my opinion. And you go, that's nice. You're like, no, now I want you to believe that. Mm-hmm. You will agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what if that doesn't happen? Yep. Well, you're an idiot, you know, or whatever else it or, is. Right. Or, you're evil. Or, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think the better answer is, you know, the world needs Jesus. So what's our overall goal? Guys, this is what's hard. Our identity is not in politics. Our identity is not um, our overall identity. Certainly, you know, it's... we. Let me finish that sentence. It's not even in our nationality. Mm-hmm. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, first and foremost, you are a Christian. And Paul says this many times, you know, 
There is no male, female, Jew, Gentile. Um, and that's not saying gender doesn't matter. That's not the context. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> um, but they're saying, like, at the end of the day, the most important thing is, are you with Jesus? Are you a believer? That's right. And so sometimes, man, we can win the battle and lose the war in the sense of I can win an argument, but at what cost? That's really convicting. So, and and listen, that's coming from a guy. Anyone that doesn't know me, you know this. I'm very opinionated. Mm-hmm. I've had to train myself, and I fail. So I have to train myself to not speak into everything. And um, you know, another verse that comes to mind sometimes. This isn't insulting women. Don't throw your pearls before swine. Some people aren't going to hear the truth. They're not in a place of that. So live it out and be consistent. Mm-hmm. Hope That's that good. hope that answers your question. Me too. Good stuff. Uh, man. Because I do think that that will add, people are going to ask, like, "How are you? Why are you not mad about this?" Right. Listen, I can't control it. Boom. You never know how you're going to impact somebody's life. It's the truth, man. Uh, I just had this, yeah, close family member of mine. Excuse me. Came to know Jesus recently. <laughs> we just baptized. It's real. And I'm telling you right now, the most humbling part is, I probably had over the years big debates and try to tell them how they're wrong. And it's like none of that, none of that did it. Mm-hmm. No. God did it on his own. Do I think that my consistency, hopefully, can at least he could see I believe that? Kept him on the, on the right path, yeah. absolutely. Or at least, you know, see that, that I try to live this out. But right. It wasn't my arguing, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, Jesus did it. That's what yep. he does. Point people to the one that can change people. Mm. So, so good. Anyway, <laughs> I guess we can uh, talk, dive into how we're feeling. How you doing today, man? Um... I'm decent. I think uh, I've been doing some some thinking with a good old noggin, and I think that I'm in a good old noggin. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, I think that I've come to a weird place that it's hard to explain. I think that I still... And again, I don't know, man. For me, I think that this is something that I may struggle with until, you know, until I, I die. Who knows? But struggle with the idea of, you know, understanding my value. And when I can't understand my value, that leads me down to a whole bunch of different places where I struggle with. And I'm starting to realize that those roots, not those roots, those branches are, they're a lot more than I thought. So mm-hmm. like, because I don't fully understand my value, and who I am in Jesus, and I and I relate myself to my past a lot. That that makes me <laughs> sad. That. <laughs> so, so that makes me sad. That makes me it makes me feel like I don't deserve a future. That makes me feel like I don't I don't really have an identity. Even though I, it's it's weird because it's like in my head I know I do, but in my heart I don't because I relate it so much back to who I used to be. So then that, that makes me wonder, you know, do I deserve anything I have? Do I why do I? Why do I find myself so like? I don't want to say overly sad. <laughs> why do I find myself, I guess, extra, extra sad when when I when I think about like the past or people in my past or whatever? Because I can think about the future, and it's not like I guess it makes me a little anxious, but like not terribly. But when I think about the past, I'm like big sad. Like it's crazy. So it makes me one. I guess I just. It's interesting, and that's just you know tip of the iceberg. You know, that's just one one direction of my life. Like because I don't see my value in myself, that's what that does. While you have all these other ones too, so you know because I don't value myself or don't understand my true value, you know I don't 
I can feel like I don't do as well in life, you know, so then how does that affect me? Well, then that makes me feel like I'm worthless, you know? So it just, it, it just goes from branch to branch and I'm like, wow, like mm. how crazy is that to think that, you know, you're, I'm thinking here like, I mean, I'm living pretty free. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Cause we talk about freedom on here a lot and this isn't like, you know, supposed to be like depressing or anything, but it's more like just the human condition, I guess. Like, we are just so constantly caught up that we don't even realize it half the time. And so for me, when I try to think of like what is living intentionally, you know, I, I think I don't very often. I think I let my, I let my preconceived notion of who, what my value is run a lot of who I am. So that's fear. I'm fearful because I don't think I am, I am, good enough or so are you afraid people are going to finally see it too like you're kind of like i'm fooling them and eventually going to see that i'm not it can feel that I'm way not good at this oh yeah. not 100 i can feel that and way and then once <laughs> they do they're, they're done with me kind of deal or um that's what's weird is i don't know if i've ever felt like people were going to abandon me but i definitely felt like people are just gonna be like yeah, well here he is like that's the that's the real him i guess you know like just disappointment i guess that's mm-hmm. that's something i struggle with is is the idea of being a disappointment to somebody um, I've had a lot of issues with that in my past. <laughs> so, um, I think when I think about those things, it makes me wonder how much, cause again, we, I've said this a thousand times on the show is, you know, we're always our biggest critic, you know, mm-hmm. we're always the hardest on ourselves. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm like, man, like why, why can't I, I guess, why can't I see that? It makes me question myself all the time. And I live in fear or I, you know, I don't, sometimes I wonder, you know, what what my best effort looks like. And I think, since I'm asking that question, I don't think I am giving my best effort. You know, like all that kind of stuff. So, again, not to be like, like I'm not depressed or anything, but it's more like just when I actually sit and think and actually let the noise slow down because that's so much of my life is just noise, mm-hmm. so much noise constantly. When I actually take a moment for that noise to settle, I can actually think about these things. <laughs> and I think that's part of my process of trying to get heal, I guess. Because if you just sit there and there's just constant noise and you're just kind of running around not thinking about these things, like it adds up. And I think that's what I did so much in my life was just the noise was always there and I didn't really, I didn't process. So I guess the older I get, the more I'm trying to process things, even if it is from my past or, you know, now or whatever. So I don't know if this is making any sense, but. Yeah, I kind of think two two questions to ask. Sure. One is, is there? <laughs> that's good, man. Do you think there's? A, do you is there a trigger? Because I know you. Like when mm-hmm. when what is is there a trigger for these thoughts to get stronger, or you just start beating yourself up more? Kind of starts the I guess the spiral. Hmm. I think. I think. It's. Situations, I think. So, like, if I put myself in a situation where I know I've failed at something before, I automatically feel like the next time I go into it, I'm going to mess something up. So, that's something that I struggle with. So, when I do make a mistake, if, I, if I'm if i put in that same position where I've made a mistake before, I feel like I'm going to make a mistake again. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, what does life look like? Because I do think you're right. And 
something that I wrestle with too is the idea of being free. Mm-hmm. You know, we we said we had a talk with another guy this week, and you know, Jesus said, "Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling light and unburdened, then we're not free to a degree, right? We don't we're not living free mm-hmm. because Jesus already said He's going to take that. So. You know, what does living free look like for you? What would it, like, what do you think life would be like if you were free? Or, you know, imagine this world. AJ's free. Mm-hmm. He feels free. What's different? <clears throat> I don't think I would be so, I wouldn't be so worried about the next thing. Mm. I think that's one of my biggest issues is I'm so caught up in everything all the time that, you know, I never focus on the moment. And I think that's why I can feel like there's so much noise around because I can't just focus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those, you know, you just kind of, it feels like you're kind of like just like speeding through life, not slowing down. And even when you do slow down, there can still be, because you are used to that, because I am used to that. Yeah. Um, so that even the moments where there is like a chance that's not always taken because you're just, you're, it's not your nat- natural state. Your natural state is just to keep going. So what is something you th- that you think you can do tangibly? Because you can't control necessarily what, what you feel like. Reality is, I think you said it, you may wrestle with that feeling for the rest of your life. Right. But you don't have, you know, we, we can choose to not live out of it to a degree. So what's mm-hmm. like one tangible thing you think, you know, I can start doing this to live the way I don't feel, which is free. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I always wrestle with the idea of like, and I don't know if this is a cop out or not, but I always feel like if I were to just tell people it would help, but I also feel like I don't want to be that guy who's literally like every day, the first thing I'm like, is like, Hey, I'm scattered. I don't know. Like every single day. Do you think that would actually happen for the rest of your life? Or do you uh, think that, you know, what if it took two weeks, but then eventually with the help of someone else, it's kind of like if you broke your leg mm -hmm. and you're, or you're paralyzed and every day you're like, hey, man, can you help? Every day you're like, can you help me to the table? Is that wrong? No. No, because or maybe it's a better example would be a broken. But that's a good example, too. Maybe it never will change. But let's say it does. It's a broken leg. I broke my leg, man. Yep. My back. Was it wrong of me to ask you? I'll use my back, right? A couple yeah. weeks ago. Was it wrong of me to ask you guys to help me? What if I had to ask you for two weeks every day? I wouldn't have cared. Okay. And eventually, yeah, you wouldn't have cared for one. But And two, eventually... I would be able to walk again, right? I was That's able to walking right now. And yeah. I think, you know, you're you're sort of you gotta ask yourself where the root of this is, but it's like you're taking away the opportunity for people to love you because you think you'll be annoying to them, which is really just a continuation of the cycle of not seeing value in yourself. Yep. So, you know, carrying each other's burdens in this way fell off Christ. Like, okay, carrying your burden might with you might take longer than a week. Yeah. You know? Like, where is this pressure we all have? And you're not the only one I do, too, to, like, mm-hmm. have everything figured out and fixed in a day. Again, I, let's if you want to go back to Scripture, let's look at Peter. If if Jesus had given up on Peter first time, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, he said something or did something or asked for help, he yeah. would have never got there. That Jesus is, it was in there loving for the long haul. And, mm. you know, I know me, I know in, intern Clint, a lot of these guys, man, we love you. And, you know, you don't have to, it's not going to annoy us. Mm. Especially because you're trying to you're trying to battle this thing, you know. It'd be one thing if you're like, "Hey, I'm scattered. I'm just going to sit here forever," you know. 
but you're not. You're like, man, I, you know, and we'll figure it out together. Maybe between that, sometimes you need that perspective of someone yeah. looking in on it going, hey, you know what, man? I noticed the last three days that you said that X, Y, Z happened. Maybe this is something we can see. Mm. But, you know, even that, you're, you're afraid. So you said this statement. I could share with people more, but I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Because somehow being that guy to you is low value. I guess it's it's like a... That makes sense. Oh, 100%. Like, I think... I get so focused on wanting to just let others speak that I, I'm like, I don't... Whatever. Like, I... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> like, it's real talk. Like, yeah. yeah, I do think that's part of it, but I've seen you. Sometimes you just don't do it. Like, I've watched people talk to you, and dude, you're off in your own world because you don't want to say it. You're, mm. you're distracting. So, yeah, that I do think true. that's part that. of it. But maybe part of it too is just you. Like, you just said it. There are times you probably think about saying it. Mm-hmm. So let's focus on those times. Let's focus on the times that you. You're, which I think that's great, man. Beautiful. I'm gonna. Sometimes I want to let people talk. Okay, cool. I get that. What about the times that people are listening and you're not talking? Mm, that's really good. You know, <laughs> and it's a value thing. I yeah. think that's a really powerful statement. So I can tell you, you're valuable enough to me that I would want to hear that stuff. Yeah, thanks, man. And I know. Intern Clint's not in his head, mm-hmm. and I believe him. Um, so, dude, you're an awesome guy, and uh, we're here to walk this out with you, dude. And sometimes yeah. I think sometimes this stuff comes in waves. Oh yeah, like it. Maybe you won't deal with it your entire life constantly, but maybe there'll be seasons that you do. That makes sense. And uh, and uh, that's coming from a guy that has the same exact struggle as you. I look back on things I've done. Yep. And it's it's so hard to ever feel like I'm worthy of anything good. And that's where we have to cling to that promise. Even mm-hmm. and what Jesus says, even when the world may tell us otherwise. I always try to envision like what it would be like. You know, we talk about childlike faith, like that trust of you know, I, <laughs> good old Greg. Greg, if you're watching, shout out to you that that picture he sent. Yeah. Of uh, it was his granddaughter just like jumping. Like, just, that. like, being caught. And I was yeah. like, man, that's so good because, like, she there's just little. no fear. Yeah. No fear. Nothing. And I was like, man. It's so crazy that the more we're in this world, the longer we're in it, the more, like, we fall away from that. It's so crazy. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, that's, that's one thing I do need to do is I need to, when I am feeling that way, I think I get worried, I guess. I get worried that that's my constant state, so that's annoying. What if it is for a while? That's terrible. It doesn't mean it is forever. Yeah, but it's a little different than... What if I... Lord forbid, what if I've been paralyzed? Yeah. Whether you have walked away eventually because it was such a pain to be around me? It's the same thing, you know? Yeah. And for you, but I, I you know, I'd have to ask myself a question. What if I was? It's, it's a terrible... F- that is a real fear. I get it. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Anyways, enough about me. No, that was good, man. I appreciate you sharing all that with people, yeah. being transparent. And I guarantee you there's people out there who struggle with the same thing, which is understanding their value and letting their past kind of haunt them and define them. And it gets even worse when people around you sometimes may say something that aligns with your view of yourself from the past, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you do something, there's something from your past, you're calling yourself something in your head, we do that mm-hmm. and then someone else says the same word and it's almost that's eerie that is eerie so man I never even thought about that uh, I think for me man I'm in the same place as you as far as I've really been and you can attest to this I've brought it up many times the idea of being free mm-hmm. 
and a lot of it is is uh, the past for me, but also I, I don't know if you've noticed this weird thing I've been doing lately. I've been verbally bashing myself a lot. Yeah, you have been. Like almost more than normal. It's almost creepy. And I do it, what's really creepy about it, and I mean seriously, guys, it sounds funny, and I kind of make it a joke. Yeah. But a few times when you guys have said it, I haven't said anything, but I've sat and thought about it like, oh my gosh, like I would never say that to you mm. or to Clint. And I just said that out loud about myself. It's just a creepy, like, where's that coming from? It's like I have to verbalize these things I'm hearing. Um, so I've been I've been struggling with that too. Or like if I make a mistake. So I'm like, oh, now probably everyone thinks I'm going to attack them right there. Or everyone thinks I'm going to, what if no one really likes me? They just feel bullied or these various, various mm. thoughts. And um, that ties in with my overall consideration of like, man, I want to be free to live in complete peace of who I am like Jesus did that I think that's what partly got him through a lot of the tough times where people hated him which it clearly bothered him because he's human but he was like I know who I am even when the world says I'm not and for me to live in that freedom it's funny you brought that up that's been kind of my big goal lately is because for me I think freedom is tied to trusting God and believing him because if I do then I would truly live free because my trust in him I truly trusted him and what he said, then I would not be afraid even when I mess up because I know mm-hmm. that he's still with me. I know that he has my good. I know that he's going to defend me and avenge me eventually. That sounds like, I mean, you know, against my enemies. It means that even if people say things about me that aren't true or say things that are true about my, but maybe they try to make it my identity. He, he says my identity is already set. And I think if I could learn to really live out of that, not only, and I'm being serious, these are my thoughts, not only would I live free, but I would be so much better at loving people. Yes. Because their response to my love wouldn't matter. Um, The thoughts wouldn't distract me from loving even better. Does that make sense? Like... Because sometimes when you're beating yourself up, it can distract you from oh, focusing dude, on other yeah, people. Yeah, you're right, man. That's yeah. so freaking good. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's me, man. Like, man, that is convicting because that's kind of what I was trying to process as you were talking about that was like, man, when you just – it almost feels like the old me in a way of – because the old AJ was all about, you know, he would he would care for people but for selfish gain. Like, it's almost like – I'm only loving these people because I hate myself. And that's still a justification of like, mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> you know, like I just, I don't know. they'll give me value. Sure. Or they'll think good of me enough to outweigh what I really am. Or yes. What I do myself. And that's not, that's still not right. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's, maybe that's where I live sometimes and that's not good. <sighs> so to, yeah, and dude, I get it. And so <laughs> for me, I, I guess I'll leave you guys because I don't want to just share with you the struggle. Yeah. So how do I do that? Like, what am I doing? Well, one is um, I have got to start. Guys, we've got to do what God tells us to do. <laughs> we call it disciplines. I would, I'm would. i going to start calling it um, lifelines. We've got to start using the lifelines God's given mm-hmm. us, prayer and being in the Word and doing the things He says to do, even loving people. I think there's something. I think God knows us, and He knows that. When we live out of our purpose, mm-hmm. it's harder to hear all that stuff. And our purpose is to love God and love others. So That's doing right. the things he tells us to do, serving the poor, the poor and, you know, weeping with those who weep, rejoicing with those who rejoice, you know, being a light. You know, if I'm out there loving people radically like Jesus, I don't have a lot of time 
I hate myself. And if we would do that, man, it would, it would change things. So that's one thing I'm doing is I'm trying to, I need to get back to, I've always, I used to, a couple areas that I was strong in. One is prayer, I was always strong in because the, the verse of praying unceasing or praying without ceasing, mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Just walk around and talk to God. You you guys might have walked by and heard me mumbling to myself. I'm, trying, I'm praying. Yeah, you heard me say that? Yeah, I'll say that to him, man. Uh, or even like sometimes I'll be like, sorry, Lord, thank you, you know, all these things. <laughs> That part I get. So I need to get back to, you know, I'm in the Word a lot, but I need to get, but a lot of times it's for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I need to get back to the to making that and giving myself time to enjoy being in the Lord's presence and not rushing from thing to thing. Yep. And finally, the thing I tell a lot of the guys in, we, in our Lionheart group even is something to give you guys out there if you struggle with the same thing, something tangible to do if you're struggling with your identity is have an anchor verse. I call it an anchor verse. That's a verse that anchors you to the truth. It's if, if you only have one, at least you have something to say to yourself when the lies get loud. And so for me, for the longest time, that verse was Romans 8, 1. There is no condemnation yep. in Christ. That's so good. And then eventually, Romans 8, 1 and 2, because the second part is beautiful too, because uh, the Spirit has set me free from the law of sin and death. And uh, there is no condemnation in Christ. And that's, for me, my anchor verse. So I encourage you guys out there, if you've been struggling lately with your identity, with self-hatred, with all those things, you need to go, and I'm going to tell you this because you don't like to be told what to do. You're, you're an American probably, maybe not, but if you're listening, we do have people in other countries. Yeah. But, hey, guess what? Memorize one verse, a verse that speaks to you. Maybe it's a verse that tells you who you are. Maybe it's a verse that says um, you are a co-heir with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's another one of mine. I'm a co-heir with Christ. Jesus looks at me and says... You know, if, if, if he said this to Jesus and I'm a co-heir to Jesus, he's saying it to Todd, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. You know, those are things that can change your life. And I promise you, that's something that I held on to mm-hmm. in the midst. One of these days, which I, sh- I should probably tell you my whole story someday, but one of the things that I clung to when my life was falling apart was, was doing that. I would literally sit there and say it out loud to myself. So having an anchor verse and, and saying that to myself again, and for you too, man, have an anchor verse to remind yourself who you are. It's really good. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. I like that idea. So that's what we're doing, man. It sounds like both of us are trying to just be free and live free. Because yeah. Jesus set us free, and it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter if it's our best friends. It doesn't matter if it's me and you. It doesn't matter if it's this pastor down the road. It doesn't matter if it's the pastor of the biggest church in the world. It doesn't matter who it is. They cannot change who we are, and they cannot imprison us again because the Bible says whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We're Amen. free, and uh, you are free. If you know Jesus out there, it doesn't matter what you feel. What are you free from? You're free of condemnation, shame, guilt. You're free. Uh, you can be free of worry. All those things you are free of, mm-hmm. and you are free of your past. You are, you are even free of your present mistakes, and you are free of your future. And, man, if we live like that, it frees us to do a lot of good in this world and be lights. That's what I think. Preach, brother. Hey, that's all I got. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think this is a pretty good episode. Yeah, man. What's I our think. time looking here, intern Clint? If you guys are listening. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Nice. I guess we'll wrap her up. We had a lot of great questions. If you asked a question and didn't get answered today, you can tune in Thursday to Real Talk Live, where we go mm-hmm. live at 9 p.m. to usually about 10.30, mm-hmm. and we will answer all of these. If not, we will also come back next week on episode 74, Lord willing, and we will answer any of those there. We right. do answer your questions. So here's the thing. If you're like, no, you didn't, I bet we did, and you just didn't watch that episode. We can see who's watching. So, well, I mean, no, we can't. We can't see individually, but we can see the number. <laughs> People are like, what? So, uh, yeah, tune in. Watch the, hey, guys, watch the whole thing. Join us because 
it's not just for our ego. When you guys watch the whole thing, there's a possibility that something is going to be stirred in your mind to drop in the comments below that's mm-hmm. going to encourage someone else and we've noticed that in real talk 100%. you guys join the conversations mm-hmm. and you make impact and minister to other people that's right beautiful. that's what this is all about we're a family yeah buddy all right you got anything you want to say um thank you guys for listening um especially to me um i just hey, you man, know you're worth it yeah so appreciate you guys um working on that so <laughs> um thank you for watching um you guys mean the world to me you know this would have never been possible without your guys' continued support. So make sure you guys uh, like this, uh, share this video, uh, comment on it with some thoughts that you guys have in mind. And if you're on the podcast listening, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, there is a link in the description of the podcast if you guys want to leave any thoughts as well at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Go ahead and leave those there. And uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Awesome. Did you say the podcast? I missed that part. Uh, yeah. Briefly. Guys, essentially, I'm sure he did. I was in zone thinking about what he said. But you also, you, if you're watching this whole video, you probably enjoy videos. But we are we are on every podcast format as well. Just go on and type Real Talk Web Series. It's going right. to pop up. Click it and listen on the go anytime. Leave us a right. review. We'd really appreciate it. And listen, if you're listening to this whole thing, would you drop a comment below? Let us know your thoughts. You know, do you resonate with that? Are you someone that struggles? Is there? Do you have an anchor verse that has always encouraged you that might encourage someone else? Do you I have like any that. tips for people who who might be struggling with self hatred? Mm-hmm. Um, because man, as Christians, I think we all do, and I think that's a big tool of the enemy. We would love to hear you join the convo. Join the convo. Also, to let you guys know, those who drop the comments, we are filming our first episode again, Lord willing, probably tonight or this week of mm-hmm. the round table. That's right. Round so, table happening. It's good. <laughs> yes, it is. It's going to be pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We don't it's know where gonna it's going to go. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to chop it up. It's going to get. Real, it's going to get real. Thought you were going to say real weird. Could, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been throwing around some ideas, man. I've even oh, doing yeah. one. We go down some crazy rabbit holes. We really do. And uh, so, for instance, I could throw it out there. We watched. We still have to finish this. Mm-hmm. We. Was it in Clint was with us, right? Yeah. Clint, me, you, and Clint watched. Um, I think production guy Blake for a minute. He dropped in and mm-hmm. acted like he cared, but did it. But uh, <laughs> we watched a. We were into Hitler and his pursuit of the occult mm-hmm. and uh, the spear of destiny. The spear of destiny, which that's is right. the spear that supposedly pierced Christ's side. Weird stories with that. Oh, uh, yes. with it's, with it's his wild. with his obsession with it. Mm-hmm. Why am I telling you this? I don't know. Um, other than maybe that'll come out. We'll see. It's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> um, world's just an interesting place, man. People, uh, there's so much. People to are it. looking for something beyond this world, regardless. <sighs> so we're about to go into another episode. Right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right. Anyway, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you. Please, hey, continue. Engagement matters. What's engagement on social media? That's liking, sharing, commenting, all those things that you guys, yep. so many of you do. Thank you. Would you please like, share? Drop a comment below. We appreciate it. And if you're listening from the podcast, we want you to know how much we appreciate you. Yes. Give us a review. It would mean a lot if it's a good one. If not, eh, forget about it. <laughs> Otherwise, we hope you guys have a great day. And truly, God bless you.